This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. In this episode, we go full-on photo nerd, discussing extreme enlargements using pixel shift multi-shooting versus Adobe's new super resolution enhance function. Hey everybody, Keith Dotson here, and in this episode of the Fine Art Photography Podcast, I want to discuss the enlargement results using Adobe's astounding new super resolution process compared to using a camera's built-in pixel shift multi-shooting composite of 16 images. I know this is a pretty specific topic that may not appeal to everyone, so if that's you, please check out one of my other episodes. The episode about Edward S. Curtis seems to be pretty popular. It was published in March of 2021, so please go check that out. Before I get started, let me say, I mentioned several specific brands in this podcast, but it's not sponsored in any way and should not be considered an advertisement. Okay, so clean enlargements have been a photographic obsession of mine for a while. Many of my interior design and corporate art buying clients often want absolutely gigantic prints, and making a 10-foot enlargement is very demanding on image files. A print that large exposes every flaw in your image file, from lack of resolution to soft focus, handheld motion blur, poor ISO choices or the wrong aperture. These things don't matter much at 11 by 14 inches, but at 10 feet or even up to 13 feet, they become glaringly and painfully obvious. I realized to meet the needs of my professional clients, I need to make larger and cleaner originals. I bought the Sony a7R4 because it has a very large 60.2 megapixel native file, but in addition, it includes a 16 image pixel shift multi-shooting composite function. What that means is the camera will shoot 16 original RAW files of the same scene, which can then be merged using computer software to get a larger than normal original file. Now, since it makes 16 images, I imagine this to mean that I would get a file 16 times larger than the original, but it doesn't mean that at all. An A7R4 RAW file is slightly larger than 20 by 30 inches. Using the old Photoshop enlargement routine, I can get a fairly clean 40 by 60 inch print with sharpness relying on a variety of factors I've described before, like tripod stability, aperture choice, ISO, etc. Now, Pixel Shift Multi gives a composited original that's slightly larger than 36 by 54 inches, so it's quite a bit larger than the 20 by 30 native size, but it's actually not even twice that size. Still, it's a native file size at 36 by 54 inches, which means there's quite a bit of headroom for making further manual enlargements before image quality degrades. The new Camera Raw Super Resolution function from Adobe has gotten a lot of attention, and rightfully so. As I said, I make a lot of huge enlargements, and this process really is a game changer in many ways. The Super Resolution process gives me a very clean original file that's more than 63 inches wide, bigger even than the Pixel Shift Multi. And because it's clean and sharp, it means I can make even bigger manual enlargements if I need to. It's a very impressive thing, but on my year-old Mac, it's kind of slow. Take several minutes to run the enhanced process, but the results are worth waiting for. Let's go back and talk about pixel shift multifunction for a second. 
If you're up on these things at all, you've probably heard that the Pixel Shift Multi isn't useful in situations where the subject may have movement. In other words, you can't shoot a raging river with the Pixel Shift Multi because there are so many frames and everything's moving. The way it works is the camera fires off 16 original files in quick succession. Those raw files have to be edited and composited in Sony's free viewer software, which exports out a single composited file at 36 by 54 inches. I tested the Pixel Shift multifunction recently in shooting an abandoned and collapsed house in Hushpikina, Mississippi. Of course, the house itself was static, but there were trees all around and there was a very slight breeze, so the branches moved a little. It was in examining the enlargement that I realized the multiple images had captured motion blur in the trees, but I didn't mind it too much. It was kind of a pleasant amount of motion blur. However, when I zoomed in, I saw that the motion blur was actually containing a weird pixelated digitized look. I had no idea it would do this weird stuff into the file and trying to composite uh, images together that have motion. Now, the blurred images look highly electronically digitized. Let me say I was really pixel peeping here. I was looking at a scale below one inch. But in a very large print, these are the kind of details I care about. Even though a very large print would realistically be viewed from several feet away, I don't want there to be any nasty surprises should a viewer decide to come closer for a better look, and I hope someone would be compelled to do that with my work. That makes pixel shift multi-shooting not very useful for me in most real-world situations. I don't mind an occasional motion-blurred tree branch, but digital noise is just not acceptable. I'll admit I'm no expert in the use of Sony's processing software. Maybe there are settings to help avoid this digitized effect, I don't know, but I really don't want to dig into it that deeply. I imagine it means you just can't do any shooting in a place where there might be the slightest amount of movement. As for me, I think in most cases, I'll be relying on Adobe's new super resolution tools and camera raw. That's all I've got for this episode, everybody. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again real soon.